the criteria Latifi needs to do to get re-signed. Not get last. <laughs> oh, Spa's back. And lights out and away we go. <laughs> and Lewis Hamilton is halfway to space. <laughs> Personally yeah. go IndyCar over Williams. Yeah, space. <laughs> Grosjean Zoo. Guan Yu Zhou. Guan Yu Zhou. No, Zhou Guan Yu. I said that the first time. George was already sitting in that seat. Look, I don't agree with it, but you've asked a question. I'm trying to find a way to justify it. I'm just trying to absolutely tear your answer apart. G'day. And welcome to the ASMR version of Formula Bums. My name's Jack. Are we doing this whole episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Formula Bums. My name is Jacko. With me, as always, is my dear nemesis, Andy. How are you, Andy? Well, I'm a bit... A bit I don't bit, care. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't even get how I was feeling out. You're like, I fucking <laughs> no, don't give a shit. Don't care. Look, we're here to preview Canada, but we're also here to review the Lee Man's 24HR wet race. Yeah. Because that was cool. Or as it's probably called, the Le Mans 24 hour. <laughs> it was great. It was a really cool race. So let's start with that, man. Yeah, because obviously it had a lot of Formula One drivers in it. Yeah, we and we went through that last week. We spoke about Gio. He was in there. Uh, the devil himself was racing in one of them. Paul DeResta. I didn't see him on the highlight, so that was Thank good. Thank good, Godness. <laughs> it was definitely God that made sure we didn't see the devil. Yep. Yep, well, I've read that book, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read it. It was too long. It was Dude. more than six pages. Well, No pictures. You only have to read a quarter of it because this is the four story, same fucking time in a row. <laughs> uh, Jack Aiken, others. Well, he he was in it for two minutes. No, no, no. So he came back out after it, but he did. He was the first fatality in the race by crashing on the first chicane. <laughs> instantly out. Well, he wasn't instantly out because he, he got it back to the pits. They repaired it. He yeah. was just three hours down. Yeah, yeah. It's... <laughs> Because, like, Formula One is Grand Prix racing, which is about two hours, right? Yeah, about that. About that. It blows my mind that there is a 24 hours. How many drivers do these teams have? Three or four? Three. Three drivers. Each team had about three drivers. Um, What's 24 divided by three? That's some big stints. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting my cat. Ah! You did that twice now. We just recorded Bums on the Bench and Jack smacked himself with the mic, and now he's done it again. Ah, it hurts so much every time you do it. Just get good. No. <laughs> uh, 24 divided by 3, I'm doing this in my head, equals 8. Fair. How did we not figure that out? <laughs> it seems very obvious. It does that. seem very obvious. I just didn't listen. <laughs> so that's 8 hours each. So that is four Grand Prix back to back. Yeah, pretty much. Per driver. But it's not back-to-back back because they obviously stagger it a bit. You're not in the car for eight hours straight. That'd be suicide. No, I'm just doing cumulative hours. Like That's like going, okay, so how many Grand Prix are you racing this weekend? And you go, four. Yeah. Cumulatively. That is a massive amount of effort. But there's, there's a lot that goes into WEC racing, especially at Le Mans. So at Le Mans, you actually have to turn your car off to refuel. Okay. Your car needs to be shut down because part of the race is when your car shuts down, it needs to be able to be restarted if it wants to continue. I, I like that idea. So, WEC stands for World Endurance Championship. Yes, and they've got like a lot of 12-hour, 8-hour races. Yep. But then there's like two or three 24-hour races, and they're like the they're like the Monaco's or the, the Bathurst's, you know what I mean? Yep. And in fact, Le Mans is considered one of the Triple Crown. Yep, and the other is Monaco. I'm not going to say third one because I always get it wrong because it's, it's the, the Indy, Indy 500. It's the Indy 500. I got it. 
I'm going home. <laughs> this is the first time in three years I've got that right. Exactly. Because I always say Daytona, don't I? You do. And But Daytona 500 is NASCAR and at the start of the year in February. It's also good. It is <laughs> it's quite good. good. It is. It's one of, well, actually, a little trivia for you because there was a NASCAR in the um, Le Mans race. Daytona 500 is a restricted plate race, so they can only go X amount of revs. You know, they're yeah. only allowed X amount of revs in it because it's too dangerous to run at full revs because your engine will go bang, bang. <laughs> Literally. Now, is it unrestricted at Le Mans? Well, no. So what they did with Le Mans is they basically, they took the body of an NASCAR, redesigned it, and they re they changed it up a lot so that it had paddle shifts instead of the sequential gear shift. Yep. They made it more like an endurance car. And in fact, it was a, it was sort of like a novelty thing because it was running under the Garage 56 category, which is like the special car that is there as a show. It's, there's n- it's not racing against anyone. It's just there to see how it goes. It did all right, as you would expect. Like, like it put it where it qualified. Everyone was shocked. Let's put it that way because they didn't expect it to be that high up and competing with the cars. It was who was driving? Jensen Button. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Jensen Button is incredible. And they had Jimmy Johnson. Okay. Yep. And they had another ex. I want to say he was like an indie car guy or something, but they were racing under the Hendrix Motorsport um, banner. Oh, okay. And I Hendrix heard Hendrix a, a lot. Hendrix is a massive NASCAR team. Like they've got cars. I want to say eighty-eight, forty-eight, twenty-four, and it's not eight. Is eighty-eight Wallace? I don't know who. I think it's it Bubba. No, Bubba's twenty-three because he races for twenty-three eleven. Michael Jordan's team. Oh, cool. Yeah, so Michael Jordan and Danny Hamlin, another driver in the NASCAR series, they, they co-own a team. Joe Gibbs Racing basically supplies them all the shit because that's who Danny Hamlin drives for. And Bubba's just the driver for 23. And they have 45 as well. Michael's two numbers. Yeah. Which is kind of <laughs> cool. I, I like that. It was... It was I a mean, good race. It was a good race. It is... It's interesting to watch because... You can't watch all of it. It's not an option to watch the whole 24 hours. Actually, if you've got Stan Sport, you can they right. had all they all had all oh. 24 hours on Stansport. No, no, no. I know you can watch all 24 hours. I'm saying it's very very it's rare. It's very difficult to stay watch up and it, watch it all. You watch the whole 24 hours sequentially live. Yeah, <laughs> no, normally. I agree. But uh, another cool thing that Ferrari did and a few other other teams did, they had a live stream from the in-car camera the whole race. That's awesome. So you could just go on YouTube and watch from the in-car. You had no commentary or anything. Just watch what they're doing. Which so, was kind of cool. I went to that a few times throughout the day and watched it. That's brilliant. I need to do a little bit more of work. So what I do know about the World Endurance Championship is that it's like a mixed car grid. So you have categories. Yes. And now, correct me when I'm wrong. Okay. You have hypercars. Yes. Which are... They're the top tier. Those yep. are the ones you're expecting to win the race. Yep. And they are the factory custom built from the ground up. You cannot get your hands on them. They look like spaceships. Yes. Normally supported by the big engine manufacturers. Ferrari's in there. For the first time in in 50 years. Yep. Toyota's in there. Toyota was in there, yes. Uh, And there's a few. I think some of the Audis are in there as well. No, no, no. The Audis are in a different category. I want to say it's a Porsche. Okay. I think Porsche is another one of the hypercars as well. Yep. And then you have under that, is it LMP2? LMP1 and then LMP2. And then supercars. Yeah, like GTE it was called. Yep. And, and those then, were the four categories. Yeah, and then you had a NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, a NASCAR, a NASCAR doing a parade running of the 24 hours. But it was still really cool. And the other thing too, they had a door. NASCARs don't have doors. You've got to climb in through the window. Oh, yeah, you'd need it because you're swapping drivers. Exactly. So that was kind of cool. Um, But 
the reason we wanted to talk about Le Mans is because my boy. It, there was a um my boy. a certain team that had a certain Formula One driver in the garage and he looked really confused the whole time because his Formula One team can't do what this team did. To be fair, their pit stops were pretty shocking. <laughs> there was I mean, <laughs> yes, but they still won. <laughs> All right, so we are talking about Ferrari. Yes, Ferrari had Charles Leclerc there and Leclerc looked... Very confused the whole time because he's looking around. He's like, why is this running so well? But mine's a dumpster fire. Yep. Also, one of my personal favorite F1 drivers of the last long time. Geo was running in the winning 51 Ferrari. Yes. And it was also the first time Ferrari's run in quite a while. And it was their first win in 50 years. Like an outright win at, Ferra- at Le Mans. Because it's weird. There's like seven winners. Right? There's four. You get a winner for each category, and, and all an four o- of them go up on the podium. Yeah, and then you have an overall race winner, like whoever finishes well, that, first. That's whoever wins the hypercar is just classified as the overall yep. winner. Yep, which is like what they say is like that's the premier one. Like, yeah, that's and, uh, the best one. That was really cool because the podium you had the four categories and each of the cars underneath the podium, and then you had the hypercar running across them as the main winner sort of thing. And Ferrari were just over the fucking moon when they ran over, especially because Toyota threw it away. Oh, yeah, it was. Because it's crazy, right? You're watching. It's a whole day's worth of racing. Yeah. And it, so, well, like, storylines play out over hours. Like, pitch strategies that you're doing at hour five are related to your pitch strategies at hour 14. Like, this race. And you know what can also throw all that in the bin? Crashing. <laughs> no. Just a little bit of wet weather, which they had. And funnily enough, all the cars were on slick tires. They are too quick to run at full speed, so they've got to tiptoe around. They were still spinning the fuck out. It was cool. It was very cool to watch. If you you ever have a chance to watch any of it live or watch the highlights, absolutely do it. It is phenomenal. Yeah, it sold me on it, man. I genuinely... I watched the highlights and I went, all right, next year we're going to make a bit of an effort for this because this seems... It makes sense why they're like, oh, you've got Monaco, you've got Indy, Mm -hmm. and then you've got Le Mans. Well, if I can swing it, maybe we do a live stream potentially of a few hours of it. We'll do what we can. I reckon, well, we I, reckon I could swing that. I reckon I could swing that with some people that I know. Yep. Get some equipment down here. All right. Let's see if we can do that for next year because it's really, really cool. And, and I, the, I think it'd be really cool to watch like most of it, if not all of it. As much as we can. So if you want maybe to do a, don- a, 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 tra- a charity thing or something, I don't know. I'm down for that. Let's That'd do be it. fun. All right. Well, let's move on to Canada. Okay. So Canada. It's going to be on fire potentially. A lot of bad stuff's going on over there at the moment. So, like always, if you can donate, donate to them. I'll try and find a link for that sort of shit. We'll chuck it in the description. If you can't, all good. Send your thought and thoughts and prayers. I'm pretty sure every celebrity is. Oh, of course, man. They help out so much. Or change your profile picture. <laughs> what I did find funny was um the photos from New York. Oh, I'll tell you what. That was cool to see. <laughs> as, as, da- as bad as it is what is happening over there, it was kind of cool to see the orange glow over New York. I mean, Diablo 4 with their advertisements of a oh, it looks so time, cool. A demon over Times Square saying, welcome to hell, and the sky is orange and full of smoke. I mean, like Blizzard's sitting there being like, I can't believe that worked. I know, but obviously we're Australians. We went through some pretty bad bushfires not too long ago. We understand the, the horrors that it has. Yep. So we're not trying to poke any joy out of it, but we're just no. saying it looked cool. Yeah, no, but we, we've seen that here where we live too, man, because we're in... A very, very common bushfire area. Yeah. And we got lucky last time. Incredibly lucky. There's been there's been years where we've watched the fire come over the top of the mountain and go, man, if they don't stop that, 
<laughs> We've got no, nowhere reckon, to go. I reckon the moment a fire hits the escarpment, Wollongong's cooked. 2003, it was on the escarpment I on the other side. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it The sky blacked out at about 3 p.m. It was Shit. nighttime. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty insane. Well, so that's sort of what it was like when I was down at my parents' place during yeah. the 2019 ones. I was, it was dark, smoky, lightning. We got fire lightning. Yep. That was kind of insane to hear. Well, let's talk about the race. Okay. So we did genuinely think that the race may have been cancelled. There was a lot of talk around it. So we were like, that's why we had the Le Mans stuff prepared, just in case. In case. Race looks like it's going ahead. It's on Vancouver Island. Yes. Fantastic track. Circa Gilles Villeneuve. Yep. <laughs> he was the only successful Canadian F1 driver, I think. There's two. Who's the other one? His cousin, Jacques Villeneuve. Oh, Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, there's two. Yeah, and one's a world champion, the other isn't. Yeah, Gilles is the champion, isn't No. Jax, Jax is, is the world champion, and Gilles never won it. And they gave him the circuit name. Oh. Yeah, he was a better driver. <laughs> That's what happens in F1, though. Like, it's the car. A large part of it is the car. And you know what? Jacques Villeneuve still the best Formula 1 driver from Canada at this point. <laughs> I mean, competition's not hard. So... Canada is, it's a week because it's a, it's a street-ish it kind of race circuit. Yeah. It's a bit of both. And it's on a harbour. Yeah, on an island in the harbour. It's a beautiful location. The track is very, very cool. It's incredibly fast. It's, it's got a lot of gophers on it. Uh, every year. Latifi hit one last year, didn't he? Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. So, we'll be on gopher watch. I definitely think we'll, there'll be a few sightings of gophers on the track. It's all, it's didn't it's, you say last year like they spend like a week before the race just Reese did. Yeah. They they go on the island and just try and get them all before they before the F one gets there. They try and capture as many as they can just so that they don't get Kill. absolutely cut in half by an F one car. Because they That's are fair. one mil off the ground. And gophers, cute animals. I will give them that. That's fair. Look, it's Max Verstappen's year. Yeah, he's probably going to win. We're not going to be able to say anything controversial or out of the way apart from, look, Max is probably going to win this weekend. Although, Fernando did say that he thinks the upgrades Aston are bringing this weekend might give him the edge. But we know that that's coming from Fernando. It could be true, though. He is in the best form he's been in in a long time. In a long time, man. He also said something that was quite interesting. So we've we've all heard the messages over the radio, right? Yes. About him praising Lance Stroll. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So apparently people have been comparing his past radio messages to his other teammates, you know, like the messages about Ocon being shit, his messages about Lewis, his messages about Jensen, you know, all those messages where it, it doesn't sound that nice. Fernando has defended it, saying, no, I've always said things like this to my teammates. The race director chooses never to broadcast them. For this year, for some reason, he's only broadcasting my nice messages. So he's straight up been like, no, I want to make it very clear. I don't like this motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Oh, wow. Yeah, he he come out and said, he called out the race director for not portraying all his messages and Picking and choosing which messages to play. So he's genuinely been there. He's like, no, I'm still a villain. Because <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence is the race director up there being like, don't play that. Yep. Don't play that. Don't play that. Play that one. That's why we never heard him probably curse out about Lance hitting him in Bahrain. Well, we did hear him ask like four times, like, who hit me? 
And then they're like, oh, we don't know. And there's like, yeah, you do. Who hit me? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, who we hit are me. still investigating. We are checking. <laughs> But honestly, there's there's no way you're going to tell him, hey, bro, it's your teammate. Just keep going. With well, his track record. Oh, of course, with his track record, you don't say it because he would have killed him. Yeah, you say nothing. You say nothing. So we know Aston's bringing a decent amount of upgrades. Yeah, apparently yeah? he's bringing a big, decent upgrades. I'd love to pull him up, but my favorite subreddit to go get all this stuff from is currently shut down and won't be coming back anytime soon. Ah. Due to all the, the controversy around Reddit, r slash Formula One. Has gone dark. Has gone dark and will not be coming back until Reddit changes their stance on the current API changes coming out. So, so in other words, dickhead who runs our Reddit, stop spares. your bullshit. Yeah, stop your bullshit. Yeah, give us our Get Formula One back news. We can't make a show without stealing other people's thoughts. Exactly. You're making this show very hard to create. So stop being a dickhead and allow that third-party apps to do what they do because I use a third-party app for Reddit. You do. And, so and I love it. I'm one of the heathens who just uses the native app. The native <laughs> app sucks. Relay for Reddit's really good and unfortunately the developer has said he's going to be shutting it down unless the API changes. Because they have to. Yeah, he can't afford to do it. Like and it sucks. It's million dollars? No. So it's like it comes down to being he's going to put it on a subscription thing. We could get into it but that's not Formula 1 news. All, it's, all I want to say is change your API, let the third-party apps run, let me keep using my favorite third-party app for Reddit because I like it. I'm used <laughs> to it. I've been using it for 13 years. <laughs> it's a long time, bro. I don't want to use another app. I like my app. <laughs> I, look, I'm with you. I'm, I am also a creature of comfort. I also I don't change. know my passwords. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get lose my Reddit accounts. He's <laughs> very proud of all that negative karma you have. I've got nearly 5,000 link karma. <laughs> you're, you're a proper Redditor. I am a proper <laughs> Redditor. A proper Redditor, bro. Look, I mean, we can speculate on what Aston's bringing. It's going to be wings. It's going to be floor. I feel like that's correct. Yep. I I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the red, you know, in Monaco where they lifted it. Yeah, I don't think it's got it's anything not. to... You can't two, design something Two quick. things about that. I don't think you can design it quick enough, and nope. I don't think any of the designers could make anything from that Red Bull floor. No. They all sounded super confused when they looked at it. I'm like, huh. what that do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How like, that work? Huh. Well, that's why they're better than us, because we don't even know what that spaceship's made out of. Exactly. I don't know if there's other teams bringing upgrades. No, I don't know for sure. Obviously, we've seen the Mercedes one work. They're going to be quick this weekend. It's a quick track. They they seem to like quick areas right now. Yes. Yes, they That means we're going to be played with the Milky Bar kid all weekend. Ugh. Yeah. But we're going to see Lewis do some good action, which is oh. nice for a change. See, I miss him now. I don't miss his domination, but I miss him in the fight. I See, my problem is I'm now annoyed at Max because Max is winning all the time. It's like, I know, I just want to fight. I want it to be... Down to the wire. I don't want it wrapped up in two weeks. Which, <laughs> which it, might, it might be. <laughs> I'll be in Japan and it'll be wrapped up. I'm like, well, there's no point doing it, watching it anymore. I'm going to miss two races and fucking it'll be wrapped up. It'll be over. Uh, we'll see you next year. <laughs> Come back on into it. This, again, we've said it in the last couple of episodes. Until the mid-season break, this, the order is relatively stable. And there's nothing they can do in the mid-season break, though. No, but normally you see upgrade packages come in the week or two after the mid-season break. You know what I mean? Everyone's back do. at the factory. They get their shit ready. They no, ship but they got to shut down for three weeks. Yes. They have a mandatory three-week period where they can't work on anything. Yep. 
No, no, I understand that. I'm not saying they're like working on upgrades then, but normally after the mid-season break, you see the next wave of packages coming through. I guess through. so, yeah, yeah, you're right. Over the next few weekends. So like, you, is it Spa the first one after the break this no, time? I think Spa's the last, last one. Last one, so it might be Silverstone. No, Silverstone's in like, it's the race before I get back. Oh, right. So it goes, I think it goes Austria and then Silverstone. I'm really annoyed because it's two <laughs> really good races. <laughs> really good. They're our favorite. I mean, Austria's our favorite. Silverstone's always good. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I picked the wrong time to go on holidays. Yeah, you should have picked it when Suzuka was on because you could have gone. But we still have a little bit of things to talk about in the lead up to this race. Okay. I want to bring up something we talk about, I don't know, relatively commonly. How do you think Sergio is going to perform this weekend? Pressure has been rising a little bit. He's been making a few errors. Where do you see Checo in the system? Well, I, I see it like this. Checo is coming in with a little less pressure this weekend because Max has somewhat pulled a lead on him now. So the, the only pressure that's going to be on Sergio going forward is going to be pressure Sergio puts on himself. Because Red Bull don't want him to win. Max don't want him to win. The only person that wants him to win is Sergio and his wife. And all the Checo fans. And all the like, Checo fans. The Checo family. His dad. Yeah. I want Checo's dad to win. <laughs> I really want Checo's <laughs> dad to win. If there's a dad that needs to win the world championship, it's Checo's dad. Oh, it just... I can't wait for Mexico. I look forward to it every year just because Checo's dad's there. Well, surely he'll be there for a few races beforehand. He's He's got to be. I just... Checo's dad's the greatest. I mean, just look at the highlights when Checo comes fucking fifth in a race. He's crying. He's hugging everybody. He's like, he's just hugging random interns from other teams. I know. Just high-fiving the crowd. Like, there is not a better hype man on the planet than Checo's than dad. Than Mr. Perez. <laughs> the Mr. Checo. I like your point. Speaking of Checo Jr. or real Checo. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think that the only pressure is going to be what the pressure he puts on himself is, and he's a famously relaxed driver. Exactly. He, I think at this point he'll be fine going forward because championship's gone. Max has won it. Yeah, I'd there's say no so. one's no one's fucking getting him now. He's too far ahead. Yep. Unless he catastrophically fails, which is not any. It's not happening. Doesn't happen. It's not going to happen. We need to just give up. We know Max is winning for a third year in a row. I'm stoked. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm like, woo. We just need to blow his car up and <laughs> pray that Charles moves to another team for any hope. Yeah, I, I genuinely think so. Because I don't think Charles can win it at Ferrari anymore. No. <laughs> it's just no No, chance. no, he's not. And he signed like an eight-year deal. <laughs> hey, you know what they say about Formula 1 contracts. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking Parramatta. Doesn't not. It's not even close to Cabramatta. Exactly. It's not even in the state. Aston, I mean, Fernando, he might be able to put on a bit of a charge. I reckon. Well, Fernando got on the front row last year. He did put an Alpine on the front row last year. That is true. He could do it again in an Aston. He's already proven he can put it on the front row in an Aston. And the Aston is heaps better than the Alpine of last year. Oh, definitely. Well, and because it's no team's home race. So... What do you mean? It's Aston's semi-home race. Uh, by ownership. Yeah, by ownership. <laughs> by ownership. Which means it's their home race because that man has more money than any of us could ever imagine. It's true. So he's going to be like, no, we have to win Canada and it has to be Lance. And then Fernando's like, yeah, yeah lol, bro, it's going to be me. They make him walk out to it on the podium with a Lance mask on. 
This is like where this. His helmet's actually just Lance's face. <laughs> this is photo realist. But it's like taken from a weird angle, so it's really like bowed out at the front. Yeah. <laughs> can we can can we tweet him? Is this use Twitter? Hey, speaking of Fernando, I have some Fernando gossip for you. Okay. Taylor Swift broke up with her latest boyfriend. I'm just saying, might be back on the cards. She had another boyfriend. Yeah, Matt Matt Healy from the nineteen seventy five. How long did that last? Not long. This <laughs> is not long. So you know how the Fernando rumors popped up at the start of the year and they went, oh, Fernando and Tay-Tay. Well, she went, no, I'm dating Matt Healy. And about four weeks ago, she was like, we're not dating anymore. So good news. New Taylor album, Fernando's back in the uh, back in the DMs. I'm throwing it out there. Uh, do you want to actually know some more, Goss, about drivers in love lives? Yes, we've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton may have a little bit of Colombian fire. Cocaine. No. Oh, <laughs> Shakira. What? He's been hanging out with Shakira, and People Magazine accidentally said they were in a relationship. <laughs> well, it's People Magazine, first of all. I know, but also, <laughs> they like... didn't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, this is the better part. There is a man out there who was DMing with Shakira. This man is a famous person as well. And he thought they were getting along so well that they went to the Miami GP together. And that man is 60-year-old Tom Cruise. (laughs) What the hell? So Lewis Hamilton's now in a love triangle with Tom Cruise and Shakira. Isn't Shakira like 48 or something? She's not young. Yeah, and she's also got like two kids with an ex-soccer player. That's fine. Her ex-husband <laughs> played soccer in Barcelona, so that's why she was in Barcelona. <laughs> and she was just like, oh, well, I'm here. I might as well go visit Lewis at the Spanish Grand Prix and hang out with him all weekend. That's... And she's taller than both of them. <laughs> like, there's also... That. No? She's shorter. Is she short too? Because Tom Cruise is tiny. Yeah, Tom Cruise is tiny. He's like 5'5". Five, five. But the photo I've seen of them together, Tom Cruise looked like six foot six. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that is some... I can't... Look, do you ever think this show's just become a bit of a gimmick at this point? I know, right? We've got nothing else to say. We'll do track facts later. Stop yelling at us. We'll get there. But we've got love, lives, and goss to talk about. This is the bitchy part of the second uh, show. I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. It's, I, it's great. Cause like Max, famed for his uh, take your ride, take your girl, take your kid. Trifecta, what he did to Danny Kivit. Literally ended that man's career. <laughs> like I he know. Took. Everything from him. He was at Mulamon though. Was he racing or was he just? Yeah, he was up? racing. I don't remember where he came. <laughs> what flag was he racing under? <laughs> Not the Russian. <laughs> I still can't believe Max took his girl and his daughter <laughs> and his and his career, bro. There's also that too. Took his Red Bull seat. And it's famous too because, like, at Suzuka, like in 2018, Kvyat got on the podium or something, and there's Kelly PK with him, with his new daughter, and like three weeks later, she's with Max. <laughs> just, it's just, man, rich people are just assholes in general, aren't they? Like, know, right? been, there's very few good rich people except for Sebastian Vettel and Lewis Hamilton. Because I hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> Who does like him? I hate Tom Cruise, but he's the best actor because I always forget he's Tom Cruise. Dead set. I'll watch a movie, I forget it's Tom Cruise right till the end and it pops up Tom Cruise. His uh, best movie he was in was Tropic Thunder. Oh, absolutely. No one knew it was Tom Cruise. <laughs> so good as Les Grossman. She didn't know it was Tom Cruise. I didn't until the credits popped up. I know, right? And he's like doing his stupid dances like, and guest starring Tom Cruise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, that's fucking Tom Cruise? It's like, damn. Speaking of great movies, <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. It's a great... You could not make nah, it today. It's, it's just, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Still hilarious. Oh, bro. To this day, the, the fucking... <laughs> Just what do you mean, mean you, you people? people. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> you ain't even black. <laughs> Big fans of Tropic Thunder. They had one good part in this for a black man. They gave it to Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> 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 Fucking great movie. I should watch that again. <laughs> Screw the 24-hour live stream. Just join us while we watch Tropic Thunder <laughs> and its special features. Oh, of course. <laughs> Any other driver gossip that we can go through? Or should we just... Actually, like I've got magazine? one more. I got one more. Cool, because I'm just about to start making shit up. Fair <laughs> enough. Do you remember after Mo- uh, after the Monaco race, I told you Jeremy Clarkson tweeted out, hey, if you get a podium, I'll give you, I'll shout everyone a pint of lager. Yes. He turned up to the Alpine factory this weekend with his tractor full of bottles of Hawkston lager. <laughs> man of his word. He was a man of his man word. Man of his word. It was just really unfortunate he had to talk to Esteban. <laughs> Yeah, he walked up and he said, sorry, I don't speak French, and just kept walking. <laughs> I don't know, what are you saying? No, nah, but it was like, so him and Ot- so Esteban and Otmar gave a speech in front of the team. Jeremy and Caleb from the show are just handing out be- bottles of beer, and then there's a there's footage of <laughs> Ocon with the, like a case of beer under his arm just handing bottles to his crewmates. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> what you do. You Just hand it out, boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a butler. I mean, honestly, shout out Clarkson, like, he he was a man of his word. It probably he, he had like was it kegs like heaps of kegs, heaps of like cases of beer. Just rocked up. It's like, yep, I told you I'd do it. So here we go. That's awesome. And for anyone who's like, oh yeah, I can't believe you drove all that beer to France. Our pain's actually based in England, <laughs> and also it's just down the road from yeah, the farm. Yeah, yeah. That's why he offered it. Was the closest team. That's like, literally why he said it because it was his <laughs> fat local team. <laughs> I think in the video, he's just like, yeah, well, this is my local team, so I have to support them. (laughs) What would our local team be then from Australia? What's closer, America or Europe? And more specifically, I think it's Carolina or is it Dakota? Because Haas actually have a factory in America. Well, Haas is already one of our teams, so I think we've nailed it. I just can't think of anything. Oh, what? Maybe Italy. Oh yeah, no, Italy would be the closest. What's closer to Australia? Let's let's Google it while you talk about the track. Well, let's do the track fact, shall we? Should probably actually attempt to be semi-factual in the show, apart from just reading People magazine for half an hour. Circuit Gilles de Villeneuve, Villeneuve. Hell of a mouthful. First Grand Prix, nineteen seventy-eight. Circuit length. 4.361 kilometers. Oh, oh, bugger that. Kilometers. For those in America, look it up. Race distance, 305.270 kilometers. Lap record held by an Australian driver, Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> 113.078 in 2019. It is, looking at the map, it looks like it would be an incredibly slow, trainy, technical track. And I understand that if you're looking at it for the first time or you just see the photos of the map. But what's good about Canada is every single one of those harsh corners is an overtaking zone. There is plenty of room to get around cars on this track, especially turn one. And I want to say turn six, 
eight. Ooh. And 13. So, by less than a thousand kilometers. Okay. We are closer to Haas in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Oh, thank God. I was so afraid you were going to say Ferrari. By less than a thousand kilometers by the crow as the crows fly. What about did we check out for Towery? So that's further north in um so no. Forense. Yeah, Forense. Forense's further away. Oh no, not Forense, Fianza. <laughs> Whatever. Because Forense we both played Assassin's Creed too. <laughs> <laughs> Great game. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Are you excited for Canada? Yes, of course. It's one of it's my third favourite race of the year. Yep, Austria and Australia being close behind. Closer, in front. Closer in front. Austria by a mile, then, then Australia, Australia, then Canada. Then Canada. It's fantastic. We need to talk about the Wall of Champions. It's probably it's where I hope Max hits. So explain for the people out there what Wall of Champions is. So going into the La Chicane, there is a very it's very close to the wall. And it's very easy to misjudge your braking zone and drive your car directly into it. And it is famous for world champions hitting the brakes too late and putting their car on the wall. Michael's done it. Lewis has done it. Mika Hakkinen's done it. I want to say, well, we all know Latifi did it, but he's not a world champion. <laughs> Except right here in my heart. It's the wrong side of your chest, Andy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what do you mean? I put it right there. <laughs> you use a different... It's not in the middle. You yeah, it's in the middle. You just beats on the ch- the dickhead. It's slightly to the left. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Welcome to our anatomy chat. Uh, I can't think of any. Oh, yeah, Senna did it. Did Seb? Maybe. Surely. Surely. It would be nice if they had a photo of their face on the wall with like a tally mark of how many times they right. it. But yeah. And, and hopefully look- Max hits it this year to make the race interesting. And I'm okay with that. Like genuinely, he's already he's already going to win. He'll win Austria <laughs> by a lot. It'll be by three laps at this rate. Yep. It would be awesome if we did. Now, Canada, this island is also very, very famous for some very, very bad weather. Yes. I don't know. I don't think we're going to get bad weather this weekend. It'd be nice if it rained, though. It would be nice. It'd be very nice well, if it rained. Think back to 2011 when the race lasted four hours. Wasn't that the most red flag race of all time? And it was all because of the rain causing accidents and stuff. And Jensen Button won with six pit stops. Yes. And he went to the back of the grid at one point too, yeah, didn't he, he? He had to go through the I think he had to go through the field twice to win this thing. So two thousand eleven? Twenty eleven. That's gotta be one of the best races of all time because I've I remember watching that. What team was he in? Was he with McLaren? Yeah, McLaren at When that it point. was the Silver Arrows team. Yes. And it was the silver McLaren that looks sleek as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that it was the same livery that Mika Hakkinen took his sabbatical in, wasn't it? No, no, right? no. Mika Hakkinen so he that back that that blah, blah, blah. at that time West was sponsoring them, so that it was a, like a black and white car. That's the one I remember. Yes. And they had to famously on every video game, because you can't have cigarette sponsorships on it, they put their names on the car. So for David Coulthards it said David with the West slash. And for Mika Hacken, it said Mika with the West Slash. It was kind of funny. You knew it was the cigarette sponsorship, but because you're not allowed to do that, they had to do that. Well, it's like Moose Vodka becomes Moose Hot Dogs in certain countries. That's yep. my favorite. It's like, do they also make hot dogs? Because if they don't, it's such a weird, 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 weird one to advertise. <laughs> it, like, it makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't. Another really famous one's are Dale Jr. in the NASCAR. He used to write an 
Bud Junior, uh, Bud Light, no, not Bud Light, Budweiser. Yeah, the number eight Budweiser car, but in every thing that was like to kids or something, it just had Dale Earnhardt incorporated on the on the thing. It just didn't have anything that related to the Bud sponsorship. But we all knew it was the Bud car. Yeah. Well, it's the same as with Ferrari, how like Marlboro peeled back a bit and they're like, mission winner. And we're like, oh, why is that a tab on the Marlboro website? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> we're <Yeah>. checking. <laughs> but also with uh, McLaren now, the Voose, that's a vape, e-cigarette yep. company. Voose. Can't have that in the Middle East or anything. Yep. There is, what are some of the other weird ones that we see? Uh, I mean, you had Urukali, but. They started a war, so. Yes. <laughs> and then Haas got better. Oh, yeah. Well, they Instantly. Fight, they fired one of the worst drivers of all time. Does, genuinely, now that we've had a couple months away from Nikita Mazepin, the anger has left our systems. Is he still the worst driver in oh, F1 history? Yeah, 100%. Pastor Maldonado has a win. Yeah, well, yeah. He would have been considered one of the worst, but he has a win, so Nikita Mazepin has to be it. For his time in Formula One, what was his? I can't even remember what his highest position was, but it wasn't in the points. I think genuine. I think there was one race, might have been one where there was like a bunch of red flags and a bunch of people out. I think he got sixteenth at one point, but it wasn't it on twenty no. cars finishing. He finished last in sixteenth. Yeah, he was slower than Latifi. Yep, and and that's saying something. Credit to Latifi. Latifi actually earned a spot to step up. Like, it seems to get missed in a lot of this where they go, oh, Mazepin and Latifi at the back being crap. Latifi was a damn decent F2 driver. But there's a difference between being a damn decent F2 driver and a damn decent F1 driver. Yep. But the big difference between those two is, well, yes, their race quality is very similar and they left with a very similar reputation of like, oh, they kind of suck. They never did anything good. Nikita Mazepin was hated in F2 because he was a dangerous and aggressive driver and put people at risk. Didn't him and Yuki nearly get into it too? Oh, probably. But Yuki's a little... He's a bit mad every now and then. He goes off. It's great. Oh, he's hes hilarious. I i have a soft spot for the Yuki the person, but I, I dare say this might be his last or second last year. I'll say no, because everyone's saying he's doing better. He has, and he has statistically been better. The only reason he's finishing where he's finishing is not his talent. It's the car. the car. And the car is, and for the last two years, the car has been particularly bad. It has been horrendous what the AlphaTauri has brought out, which is why Daniel Ricciardo should go nowhere near him. No, no, no. He should just wait for the Red Bull seat. Exactly. Or wait for a seat in a better team. Like Alpine. And partner Pierre Gat. Could you imagine Danny and Pierre? Oh, that the team meeting. Pierre Gasly. They wouldn't get anything done. Ricardo. <laughs> It'd be great. Please. <laughs> Please. I, I, I'd see Danny go back to Alpine for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also seen an article today that I wanted to bring up. It was, um, what does Lawrence do now in regards to his son? And it named a bunch of replacements that should just walk straight into the team. They provi- are. Provided... Fernando gets a win. If Fernando gets a win, they will have the pick of pretty much any driver they want. And, you know, we've we we've had this discussion a number of times. Our opinions haven't changed. But it will never change. I think Lance needs to be tapped on the shoulder and said, You've had your fun, but it's time to move on. And I think you should just be sending an email. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it's old, don't come back. Who 
okay, who are the likely prospects? What was genuinely being considered? Well, Daniel Ricciardo, obviously. Um, another one was Seb. Ask Seb back. Yeah, geriatric racing team. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the third one, but Hulkenberg was on the list. Of all people, they were saying, let's bring Nico over. That's what, and also Nico is currently on a run of five races in Canada where he scored points in every race. Yeah, I, I know because Nico has he's always been an incredibly talented driver. No one can knock his talent. He's never been given a car to show what his real worth is in it. We know that. Mm. We've all seen that first season of Draft to Survive before it got shit out. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, where. Where I kind of like this idea is, one, he's super reliable. He's a very, very consistent driver. And they'd be able to pay him unders for the opportunity to step up. It makes not only financial sense, he's also older and experienced. So him and Fernando will get along well. He is a professional racing car driver. And I think Aston, based on their results pending this weekend and the rest of the year, Fernando will get a win this year. It's going to happen. That... Nico makes a perfect second driver choice to play off Fernando. It makes sense. It would build that team to a very, very professional, highly regarded racing team. Because here's the thing, as much as we rail on Lance Stroll, Lawrence Stroll has done wonders for that team. You cannot He really not, has. Like that's the thing. We like to pick on him and do all this sort of stuff. But when we look at it objectively, this is a man who's come in and he's bought a car manufacturer and a racing team, paired them up, rebuilt with new team sponsors like Cognizance come on board. Aramco. Aramco, which is huge. They're a title sponsor for the whole sport. The other thing they've done too is they've invested really hard. They've got a $200 million facility being almost finished at Silverstone. Yep. They um have gone out of their way and been like, no, Honda wants to come back. They are going to be Honda's works team from 2026. That's huge for Aston. And that's all... Lauren Stroll doing what he does. He's an incredibly successful businessman. Well, that you don't become a business a billionaire without being a successful businessman, realistically. Exactly. Like, this man knows what he's doing. He wants this team to be as successful as it can be. i got to say, as much as I like railing on him, a lot of respect for what he's done for that oh, team. Oh, I can respect Lawrence Stroll. I just can't respect his son. son no. Aston Martin is one of my favorite car manufacturers on this planet. Oh, the DB7 is so beautiful. The 7... The 9, the 11, the Vantage, and the Vanquish. Oh, are all good cars. All stunning. They're James Bond's cars. And they're James Bond's cars for a reason. Yep. They're British, and he's British. Yep. And they look sleek. And that, I tell you what, the racing green, that British racing green that Aston's wearing, is awesome. Like, everything that he has done from a business standpoint has been perfection. And... It, it goes to show, too, because he wasn't afraid to get rid of Otmar, who we both thought was a very competent and really well-respected team principal. Yeah, we, we were kind of like, well, hold on. that. What are you doing? Like, Otmar is and great. And lo- look at what's happened and look at Alpine at the moment. Like, realistically, objectively, I don't think Alpine's 100 race plan. Yeah, it looks like it's doing good. But it's I, so... F- here's the thing. We can look at Alpine and go, so far, so good, we need to see more. We're going at Aston Martin going, oh, yeah, they've got a race win this season. Yeah, exactly. Very different. Like, we're not saying Alpine's doing poorly. They're not. They're doing competently. But Aston Martin is the surprise team of this year. 
We easily. didn't expect them to come out and do this either. They were the big shock from testing. Everyone's like, holy crap, that Aston's got some speed. And we, it, it's put egg on our face because when we heard last year Fernando speak really highly about what Aston's bringing this year, we're just like, are you fucking high, We mate? went, he's just taking the big paycheck before he retires. Exactly. Like, and now it's like, no, this, this prick's got something. He's, he's onto something here. Yeah. Yeah, like we... And I'm happy to say we were wrong because, yeah. one, I love seeing Fernando Alonso be Fernando Alonso because I wasn't watching the sport... Where Fernando. we saw him do what he did. Like, he was incredible. Go back and watch some of those races from when he was with Renault. Oh, they're fantastic. Mental. Mental. Even at Ferrari, he was still very bloody good. Mm. Skip the McLaren years. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> actually, no. Some of the best radio messages you'll ever hear. <laughs> just watching a man just go to war against his own team and teammates. My favorite one was when... Jensen took over for him at uh, Monaco. Because where he was at... He w- he decided he was going to go do Indy. Yep. He didn't qualify, I don't think. But I remember him vividly saying, just look after my car. And Jensen turned around and said, I'm going to piss in your seat. Which is that interesting fact where they ask drivers, like, so, like, how do you guys go to the bathroom or stuff? And they're like, well, normally we're sweating so much you don't need to pee. But if you need to pee, you just pee. We're Ricard- wearing seven layers. Well, Ricardo's an animal, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he's like, I've never had to experience that, but I imagine I try to go. But also when I'm driving, I'm doing like 300 things at once. It's very hard to concentrate on getting the pee started while I'm driving at that speed. Yeah, and you're sweating too. Like you're you're losing a lot of body fluids and you're not getting that much in. It's not a big water bottle they carry because water is heavy. Yeah. Anyway. What do you think is going to happen this weekend? Honestly, without Max saying Max wins, because we know that's happening. So, look at lower shit. Okay. Before we wrap up. Okay. This is a track that is essentially a series of straights with one or two bends. It's very, it's just chicanes. It's straights and chicanes. And, and like... Two hairpins. Two hairpins. Williams. I don't think they do well. I think Albon does well. I, I think Albon qualifies in Q3. Oh, that's a big yep. call. No, Where's Sergeant then? <laughs> Wall of Champions, bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> what do you fucking mean? Uh, no, genuinely, I, I, I can see Alvon having a good weekend for the team here. A little bit of like a morale boost, being like, okay, boys, we, we're, we're okay. Also, I do want that. Oscar and McLaren, I think one of them will push Q3. But I think the other one will be high. That was gross. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) That snuck up on me. McLaren, I think we will see one of them. Probably Lando push Q3. I think he'll qualify in the bottom two of Q3. And I think Oscar will be high in Q2. So you reckon it'll be like last week where one was 11th and one was 10th? Yeah, something like that. Maybe with an extra place between. Like Lando's good. I don't like him. He's a fantastic race driver. He knows what he's doing. He seems to have relaxed and like matured a lot. Definitely. Yep. So I, I can see that happening again. I don't see fantastic things for McLaren, but I see them kind of earning back a little bit of their sponsors' respect by being like, see, we're placing middle of the field. Middle, dead middle of the pack. We're not doing shit. Yeah, we're not doing atrociously. Looking at some of the other low teams, I, I don't think we're going to see anything from AlphaTauri or AlphaMA. The two Alpha teams... They're yeah, probably not even going to get any coverage, to be honest, unless they crash. Yeah, they're, they're kind of washed at the moment. Like, it's both their cars. They're, their the fundamental cars car just, philosophy is bad. I thought the uh, 
Romeo was going to do good. It looks so good. It's it just so a shame. Good. It is a shame. Haas, they're always such a 50-50 because the boys are really good at qualifying. It has one lap pace. It is a Ferrari. And it also is a Ferrari in a race situation because it just seems like Haas make the wrong call. And I think that's just because they've never... It's the first time they've regularly been fighting for position. So from a team principal's perspective and a strategist's perspective, you have spent, since you entered this sport, except for the Australian races, because you always do well in Australia. No, because they had years where they were doing well. Like they finished fifth one year. Yep. Recently. Like the last, want to say, four? I want to say the last five years. Yep. They've been... Ever since Rich Energy. Blew the, I still think that's one of the sexiest F1 cars, the black and gold. But it just fucking killed that team. He's, you know he still pops up on Twitter Wheel's story saying he's coming back into the sport. Oh, right? obviously. <laughs> I'm still mental. waiting for it. Meant absolute lunatic. And when I saw a photo of him, I'm like, that looks like a hillbilly cowboy. Uh, he looks <laughs> like Bad Santa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So qualifying well for Haas. I just think it's because now they're in the middle of the pack. They're so used to being like, all right, how do we design this car that we can catch up to the end of it? And how do we do strategy that will allow us to pip a few places? Now they're kind of just having to learn how to like punch it out in the middle of the pack. Yeah. It's just, it's a matter of time before they get it. They'll qualify well. That That's my wrap up for like the lower end of the squad. What, do you, what do you reckon? I reckon Alpine are in for a semi-decent show. I think the windiness is going to hamper Albon's progress, but he's going to be the better of the Williams. Fernando on the podium, of course. Stroll in the Wall of Champions. Um, <laughs> fucking... We haven't even spoken about Ferrari yet. <laughs> don't even make the race. <laughs> they send it to the wrong end of Canada or something. I don't know. <laughs> it ends up at the. They end up at Coda. It's like, where is everyone? <laughs> Charles just doesn't come back. Charles just doesn't come back. You just find him. You like, just see Charles on his wet contract. He's like, I'm done. He, I'm no, gonna go. I'm that. gonna go to a good team. He super glued himself to the, the hypercar. Like he's like, no, no, no. You have to get a crowbar to get me off this. I don't want to see Charles leave the sport. I don't, but he can't stay at Ferrari. He's he's he gonna go stay. insane if he stays at Ferrari because they're not a good team. As much as everyone's like, oh, they used to be good. They were good for like what, what ten years? Six. <laughs> they were good for six. That's it. I think that's all we're gonna talk about Canada this weekend. Watch the race. It's fantastic. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Hit us up on social media. We're at Formula Bums everywhere except for Twitter, which is at Bums Formula. That's still my fault. I don't think I'll ever live that down. And thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next week for a race review. See you.